Hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of At The Barbell. I'm your host, Shelby Ann. So today I have another interview with um, a gentleman that I met via social media, and then um, we finally were able to meet face-to-face when we did a comp um, called The Circus in Des Moines. And I reached out to him because uh, I really enjoy what the content he puts out. And I just wanted to get to know him better. So selfishly, I was like, why not have him on my podcast? So I'm going to turn the mic over to him and I'm going to let Nick introduce himself. What's up, guys? I'm Nick, Nick Cool, uh, creator and owner of Cool Fit. Um, where do you want me to start? What do you want me to give me some direction here? So just give them maybe, um, you know, a little information of your background. So like, who are you and, you know, kind of how you got to where you are today? Ah, yes. Loaded question. So Nick Cool, I taught for seven years in the school system. Um, soon as I started teaching, I knew that wasn't the route for me. So in that process, I went back to get my master's in exercise science. Um, and that was like a uh, Concordia University. Okay. So that was like a double, uh, a two for one because it increased my pay at school. Plus it gave me a, a foot out the door because I knew teaching wasn't going to be for me. So this is like my transition year of going from teaching full time to part teaching and pursuing my, uh, my career as a health coach and a small business holistic wellness program uh, creator. So after going back and get my master's, I had some health issues. And all medical treatment that I went through just wanted to prescribe me medications and uh, pills and things of that nature. And if you want me to go much more in depth, I can talk about that, which really got me into it. But uh, that kind of kind of led the way. And that's like my golden thread that has tied everything together. Awesome. Um, yeah, because the next question that I have for you is what got you into the industry? So definitely talk about, you know, um, the health issues that you uh, had, because that is a huge thing. Um, you know, a lot of times people get into fitness and nutrition, they think they have to be somewhere, you know, but the hardest part is just starting, mm-hmm. um, you know, but yeah, just kind of lead us into what led you to all of this. Absolutely. I will. Uh, so I don't know, I had to be five, six, seven years ago. Now I wanted to lose like the last like 1% of body fat. Like I was already, I'm already a lean guy. So I went on a ketogenic diet. I was reading everything up on it. And this is like when ketogenic started becoming really popular. Um, in the process of, of doing that, I got some really bad bloating and constipation. Um, this might get a little, not graphic, too graphic, but for some of your viewers, listeners, but it got to the point where I couldn't have a bowel movement for a, a day, which not normally should be having bowel movements on a regular basis if for those listeners. And then it turned into two days and then it turned into four days. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I went and I talked with some traditional doctors because at that point in time, I was like, I'll just go to my general physician. They just want to prescribe me uh, laxatives. And I was like, all right. So started taking laxatives after a while. And by a while, I mean like a couple of weeks, they didn't even work. So medical grade laxatives didn't work. So I had to go back. They doubled the dose. And it got to the point where I was just so bloated, constipated. Uh, I would fart and it would just be horrible smelling. I didn't want to go out. I would come home when I was exhausted. Yeah. Finally got some more blood work done. 
my testosterone level was equivalent to like an 85 year old man. And yeah. And being a 25 year old around 25, it's like, that's demasculating. And I was just like, something's not right. But at no point in time did I ever think it was my nutrition. I never, I was at that point in time, I was never like, Oh, it's something I'm eating. Um, and now in hindsight, after doing everything that I've done, I can connect it 100% to my diet. So, uh, yeah, after going through that and spending tons of money on just general physicians, getting colonoscopies, um, going other routes, I've done a ton of testing on my own that I paid for out of pocket, um, functional medicine doctors. And the best solution that I've found is, A, the training that I've done through the Czech Institute out of California. I will plug them. Awesome, um, awesome, awesome, awesome dude. Paul Check. if you guys are ever looking for someone to deep dive down and to learn more from, but through his protocol and through listening to my body and just paying attention, I started to heal myself and I started listening and I started understanding that this food doesn't work for me and a ketogenic diet really, royally messes up my stomach. So through that process, it really led me into where I'm at today, helping others figure their stuff out. Absolutely. Because a lot of people, I feel like, have like an IBS symptom, you know, and they just put a lot of stuff into their body, but they don't, you know, they're kind of blind to nutrition because we are what we eat. We really are. And nutrition is, you know, what our body is made of. It's how our body is fueled, you know. And, you know, no matter what is out in the world, you know, I try to like pull the word diet out because it's a lifestyle and, you know, different lifestyles don't work for everybody. And you kind of like, you know, got to figure out and realize that it wasn't keto and different foods didn't work for you. So after all of that, um, and got to throw one thing in there too. Yeah. I mean, if you go Google any diet. I mean, you got, you got the Atkins, you got keto, you got the carnivore diet, you got the SIBO diet, the autoimmune protocol, you got the free diets like lactose free, gluten free, sugar free, uh, dairy free. I mean, there's so much information out there and this is what drives me nuts because people get so caught up on, I got to eat this way. No, that works for one person. That does not mean it works for you. So if you did what I did and you just like neglected listening to your body and how it feels, um, that's, what's going to happen. You're going to end up having some of these symptoms that you're just like, I have no idea what it's coming from. Sorry. I just had to get that out because that drives me nuts. Definitely drop those in because that's like why I'm so passionate. And I know that you're going to kind of relate to this. That's why I'm so passionate because there's so much bullshit out in the world of knowledge and diets. And I hate to say it, but at the end of the day, all they're trying to do is make money. I mean, we want to make money, but at the same time, we want to change lifestyles because I want to empower people and help them see that like you're not in control. You're like, the industry doesn't have to control you. You control the industry and you mm-hmm. control what you put into your mouth and you have empowerment to like know what food you put in. And like there, to me, there is a thing of good food, bad food. There is, you know, people are like, there's no good food, bad food, but actually there is. But, you know, just making and understanding that choice that you made and the consequences that could come after it, you know, and it's going to be okay. But, you know, understanding that maybe if you eat a Twinkie or you overeat sugar, you're not going to feel the best the next day. And instead of having a pity party, you know, kind of take action for your actions. Yeah, and that's, to add on to that, it's when you start to neglect it, then you start getting these symptoms building up. But I can give personal examples. If I eat cheese, I love cheese, I love goat cheese, but I know if I have too much of it, I'll start getting dandruff. And if I have, if it goes on past that, 
I have a block or even two, sometimes I get excited throughout the day. It goes into some constipation and that gets my digestion off. My digestion stays off. Here's the kicker um, that a lot of people don't realize. I have to wear glasses in. My vision goes to shit. So if my digestion gets off and I can't fix it, my vision's gone. I have prescription glasses downstairs. I haven't worn them in like six months, but I have them because I've had points where I can't figure out what's going on or I just get it lackadaisical and I'm traveling a ton and I don't pay attention or plan. And it's like that aspect of my life is significantly, I don't want to say impaired, but it's affected. And it's not just, I mean, for other people, for me, it's vision and bloating and constipation and gas for other people it could be acne and uh i mean it could be joint issues it could be lethargic um lethargy lethargy that's uh, the correct term i guess but yeah. i mean if you're not paying attention and listening that's where people get caught up and get in trouble 100 percent. our bodies y'all our bodies send us signals and we just need to listen to them you know, you don't have to go into the gym seven days a week. You know, you don't have to bust your ass. Like, listen to your body. Like, four to five days a week of training and then 100% be focusing on your nutrition. And like Nick said, like, listen to your body. It's going to give you signals. Like, I get dandruff. And I know I get dandruff because I am horrible sometimes with my water intake. And I tell my clients, drink your water. And I'm like, why can't you just listen to what you're saying? Right. right. So, all right. So, you had that issue and you had that IBS. <laughs> Um, and you dealt with that and you sought help. And then what was the transition from there? From just me taking me accepting full responsibility for it. I was like, all right, I've gone numerous different routes. None of these routes have actually helped me figure myself out. Um, throughout all those processes and avenues, the only thing that's ever worked is me paying attention to my diet me logging my symptoms and going back old school to the cheapest, most efficient route and just paying attention, cataloging. Like I have um, little small books that have everything I've eaten for three months with symptoms and the amount of food I've eaten, the caffeine take, my morning, my morning woods, because males out there, any males listening, if you're not having morning wood, that's a huge red flag. No, it so, is. Um, if you're not having bowel movements on a daily basis, take a look at your poop. What, what do you see? Your poop tells, it's like a report card of what you've eaten the day before. So um, mm -hmm. it's just having to go through all these issues. I see it as this like silver linings. It's making me this better coach. So when I work with individuals, it's like, I've been there. I know how to tackle this situation. This is what works best for me. Here's my suggestion. Here's my, my solution to you. But let's be real. You still need to do it. Your, see if it works for you. Coaches are humans too, by the way. I just like, I feel like when people talk about like coaches or like see people, they're like, oh my gosh, they are superior people. They put work <laughs> and they bust their ass. And we've had experiences where we're like, I don't want that to happen to any other human. So I want to help people. But sometimes people like look at me and they're like, oh my God. I was like, hey, about 10 years, I've been working on this. Well, actually 32 because I've been alive for 32 years. But like, I've worked hard to get to where I'm at today. And I've had a lot of ups and downs. I tell my clients, I'm like, you're always going to have peaks and valleys. But I want to make your peaks and valleys not so high and low, you know, mm -hmm. to where we're close to that middle line. You know, when we do get really high and really low, what happened? Can we let's talk about it? 
you know, um, so, um, you had the IBS and then that led you into the industry and what makes you so passionate about fitness and nutrition? To be honest, I don't like, do people know what makes them passionate? It's just something that like feels the fire. Like I wake up, like when I was teaching all the time, like I was using the money that I made for teaching to take other classes, to learn more about health, to learn about, um, the holistic lifestyle and balancing all of those aspects that create health and vitality. And it's just something that I don't know if it has to do with the health issues I've had in the past, but it's just something that burns that that's always on the back of my mind. I always have a book open or something on the coffee table that I'm reading or looking at that has to do with health and uh, health and wellness. So it's just innate. Yeah. You're definitely a helper. Uh, hence that you were a teacher and you just wanted to educate people. Mm -hmm. You were like, that's not my route. It's not what's helping me. Um, it's not, um, you know, fueling my fire. And I love that you were not afraid to make a change, you know, cause like so many people, and I bet, you know, this too, when I work with my clients, they're so hesitant to change. And I'm like, Hey, we got to change. Something's got to change. And I know a lot of teachers have been saying that for six, seven, eight years. <laughs> right. And then it's like, what's gonna, what's going to be the catalyst to like, get you to make that change. And I hope it's not reactive. And, um, you know, and I, I know that you're going to like agree with this and maybe in a different term of like, we live in a very reactive society. Look at right now, the coronavirus is insane, y'all. Um, I can't even keep up with it, you know, but listen, there are more people like surviving this than, than dying. And, but it's a spreading of this and, you know, we have to like self quarantine. So the online coaching realm is like, <laughs> we're in like the perfect thing, but we're very reactive and we're not proactive. And I say the nicest way possible, but it's so hard because society has made us very reactive. They're like, oh my God, freak out, buy all the TP. It's a respiratory virus. So I don't know why we're buying all the TP, but <laughs> I mean, we're going to be okay. Um, and I feel like that's what I'm passionate about is I want to help, I want to help people be proactive because age is just a number. And I want you when you're 70 that you feel young and vivacious and you want to still go do things and you're not um, bit into a nursing home or a wheelchair, you know, or have a handicap sign. Like you get to live your life until the day that you die. So, And I think James Welch or something like that has essentially a quote that goes something along the lines of, if you have a big enough dream, you don't need a crisis to happen. So... <laughs> Like if you know what you're pursuing and going after, you don't need to wait until cancer sets in for you to make a change. You don't need to wait for the coronavirus and to be scared for your family about your sickness that you are now looking at what you eat and sleeping and being a little bit healthier. So right. I love that quote. I use that quote a lot. That's a, that's a good quote. We'll make sure to put that in the show notes. All right. Another question. Um, what is your spirit animal and why? So I don't know what my spirit animal is. I've not dived or divin dove into that, uh, that spiritual realm as much as I would like to. I would have to say, if I had to make a guess, it would be something in the either dog or wolf category mm -hmm. or owl. I feel like I see a lot of owls all the time, and I'm not sure if that's just like a subliminal sign or a message. Owls or like wolves. I've always been like naturally drawn to wolves. I have a German shepherd. I mean, yeah. it's fairly similar. So. I would go with one of those two. Having a st and strong instinct, you, yeah. instinct, intuition. 
And that was what I was going to say. I didn't mean to cut you off. But owls are very wise. You know, they're very like head pivoting, you know, and seeing and seeing every angle, you know, um, it's not a one track mind. And you have to have that when you're a coach, like you have to be systematic thinking. You have to be able to see it through all sides because you want to understand your clients. You're not telling them what to do. You're helping them figure out things. So I love that your spirit animal is an owl or a wolf, you know, because very intuitive, very, um, you know, packful, you know, being a leader, but the leader in a wolf pack, where are they, where's the leader at in a wolf pack? Oh yeah. Isn't it in uh, the far back? Yes, it is definitely in the back, you know, making sure that they're heard and everybody in their pack is protected and he'll be the first one to take whatever is coming their way. So I, I definitely agree with your spirit animal. <laughs> I love it. Good, I'll take that. You can mm-hmm. tell she's getting a little attention. Uh, what's your dog's name? Well, okay, no. you all can't see it, but we are FaceTiming right now. And sorry, um, what's her name or his Scout. name? Scout. Yeah. She's, she's five. Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful, y'all. Um, all right, so what are, uh, I know there's like many things, but we're like three things um, you want people to know about who Nick is. About who I am? Yeah. Um, I would just say that I am a coach that does not speak in absolutes. I don't ever say like you have to do this or you should do this or you need to eat this. Um, everyone is unique and individual. And that's why I try um, promoting to my clients and teaching them so they don't have to go through the same stuff I am or so that they don't need to always go out and reach for um, the quote unquote traditional medicine, getting prescribed things when they can 100% fix themselves. So I think that would be the one main thing that I would like people to know about me. Um, yeah. at two and three, I don't know. I got a really cool garage gym that if you're ever around and anyone's in Waterloo and you want to drop by and get a damn good workout in, cause I'm guessing a lot of your listeners are probably CrossFitters or in that, in that realm. Um, I just found out that you were in Waterloo. I literally thought that you were like in Davenport Moline area I did not know that you were in Waterloo and I kind of <laughs> frequently go there. So um, now we're going to have to throw down in your garage gym. Pretty well, I will be back. I, side note, I am in Davenport for another month and a half because I took this year off of teaching to promote my business and grow it. And someone's renting my house out. So I can't go back until beginning of May. But I'll be there. In then May. you'll be in Waterloo. Yep, I will be. Okay. okay. <laughs> I love it. You'll have to stop by. We'll definitely get a couple workouts in. <laughs> and you got a third thing you don't have to have uh, a third thing mm, about me yeah or i like i like to try things out i just picked up snowboarding this has like nothing to do with health and fitness but i just i mean i guess it kind of does i picked up snowboarding for the first time and ever in my life i'm 31 years old i'm going out by myself just because it's something that i love to do and that's like a that's a new thing for me like going out and doing things on my own just because I love it and creating happiness for myself. So that's like one of the things that just came to came to mind. Beautiful. And just remember, we are real humans too. So it doesn't always have to be about health and fitness. We want to help inspire people to go do whatever it is they want to do. Absolutely. All right. Um, what are three things, you know, takeaways that you um you know, that you want to tell people, um, we'll end with, you know, how to have people find you, um, you know, cause I want to connect people with you 
if, um, you know, if they're looking for nutrition and fitness, I mean, that's what I do, but I just want to connect, you know, people, but we're like three takeaways for somebody listening to this podcast. Number one, uh, 90, I would even say the recent number that I heard is like 95 to 97% of all disease or dis-ease within your body, uneasiness, um, symptom signs are directly related to lifestyle and diet factors. So you are 100% control in control of how you feel. 97, 98%. I'll put that in yeah. quotes because I don't speak in absolutes as I previously said. But so if you're really looking to tackle your health, um, your fitness, we can chat too, but it's in your hands, guys. Quit pushing your your health into someone else's hands and saying, fix this for me. If you take that intuitive approach and start listening to your body, you can make significant strides. Um, number two, I would say, is go back and master the basics. Everyone wants to be a master without doing the basics. And I'll throw some examples out there. A ton of people want to do like fitness, uh, crossfitters. A ton of people want to do muscle-ups, and they can barely do a pull-up or even a kipping a pull-up. Um, we have people that want a ton of energy, but they'll neglect sleep and go straight to rains and bang energy drinks to get 300 milligrams of caffeine. Um, don't get me wrong. I love caffeine. I love some of those at times, but go back to master the basics, go to bed at a reasonable time, get seven and a half hours of sleep, um, manage your, your stress, maybe cut back on the caffeine intake. Hydration is a huge one that people. And uh, even like 1% dehydration drastically impacts your uh, your physical performance in the gym, not to mention mental cognition um, and a whole host of 18 other 18,000 other things that can uh, affect your body. I mean, and I guess the third one, I'll go into this one. Think of your body as a spider web. If you touch any part of that spider web, it's going to impact all other aspects of your life or all other aspects of that spider web. So if your nutrition is off, that affects everything. That's like touching the spider web here. If mm -hmm. your uh, hydration is off, if you're working out too much, that can be detrimental. If you're not working out enough, that's detrimental. Um, you could have the most stress-free life in the world, but if you're only getting five hours of sleep, like that's going to be a detriment. So go back master the basics people that's where health and vitality are built and it drives me nuts this is me going on a little rant about people trying to biohack their health but not ever maximizing or um having a solid foundation i love a good rant thank I you i love thank it oh, i get on rants all the time i'm like i don't know if anybody's gonna listen to me but i'm gonna get sassy with it so um, I love those. I absolutely love those three takeaways, especially with the last one that you ended on. Back to the basics, people. You can get fancy. There are supplements out. Listen, there are so many supplements out there because at the end of the day, people want to make money. And I'm sorry if you have a supplement company and you're listening to this, but that is the gosh darn truth. But if you go back to the basics and you work on sleep and you work on hydration and you work on um, managing your stress and your nutrition and then your fitness. Those five pillars are going to build a sick foundation that you can build on top of, but don't be in such a hurry because on social media, people are putting their best selves out there. When you walk into a gym, don't discredit that person's hard work. You can't walk into a gym and just clean 200 pounds. You've got to put in the work to get there. I'll Nick, throw one more in there. One more. Literally, bring it on. Breathing. 
You take oh, 24,900 breaths a day, and I can tell you the majority of people don't know how to breathe correctly. Uh, so everything with the coronavirus and what's going on, close your mouth. Use your nose for breathing. That will help you get on a, a route to breathing better. Nose breathing is absolutely amazing. Um, absolutely amazing. It's not easy to do, but it's something to just um, really focus on. Yeah. Uh, we could talk about so much more. So <laughs> great mind muscle connection. We could get freaking nerdy with it, y'all. But Nick, where can people find you? I want to connect people with you because I love your um, story. I love your passion. I love your mission. Um, and, you know, people are looking for a nutrition and fitness coach, you know, in the Davenport, Waterloo area, but you're, you know, online as well. Where can they find you? Absolutely. And with all my coaching, everything, about 95% of it is all virtual, which makes it nice. So if you are out of town, we can work around that. But everything that is every, all my platforms, website, all of it is cool fit, which is K U H L E F I T. So coolfit.com, coolfit at Gmail, coolfit Facebook, coolfit for Instagram makes it real simple. Awesome. You know, thank you, Nick, for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Time is the most valuable currency that we have and we get to spend it, you know, however we want. Um, and just remember that, like, your time is so valuable nowadays because you just never know how much time that you're going to have. We all have 24 hours in a day, but we spend it, you know, definitely different. So just value your time. And if you're not happy with where you are, know that you can always, always make a change. As always, thank you all for listening without your ears and tuning in. I would not be where I am today or have the platform that I do. Um, and I just really appreciate it. So love you all. And I will chat with you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.